Welcome back to Talking to Everyone with me, Sophie Horton. So this week my twin sister Jade is back on and we are talking all about pet peeves. I want to do something really lighthearted this week, really fun, because I have a few solo episodes lined up for the next couple of weeks that are a little bit more insightful, a little bit deeper, so I thought we'd start off with something a little bit lighter. <laughs> so I brought Jade on just to literally have an episode of us complaining because I was in that sort of mood last week where I just really wanted to vent about everything that was annoying me and so I combined it all into my pet peeves, we talked about your pet peeves and it's just literally a time to just complain. So let me know if you enjoyed it, if you did enjoy it follow our podcast on Spotify, you can find me on Instagram at sophiejh underscore or at talking to everyone, you'll find all our polls, all our updates, all our sorts of things where you can contribute to the podcast on there and yeah hope you enjoy and I'll see you next time. Are you ready? Yep. You might have to talk a bit loud because the vacuum. Can we close the window? Yeah. Otherwise you can hear planes. Now you're ready. Yep. Welcome back. Hi. I haven't had um, a guest on since December, so you should feel very honoured. Okay. So we were talking about pet peeves. Yep. Which is an excuse uh, to complain about everything. Mm. So I asked my Instagram, what are their pet peeves? Should I define a pet peeve first? Definition of pet peeve. The definition of a pet peeve is something that a particular person finds especially annoying. So it's like an individual specific thing that people find annoying. So I asked my Instagram what their pet peeves were and I asked this about six months ago and just never got around to it. So the first person they said, slow walkers. Doesn't really bother me. Mm. Depends how much of a rush I'm in. And, and And if they're like taking up the whole pavement. If there's like a group of slow walkers, then that annoys me because I can't get past them. But if it's one individual slow walker, it doesn't really bother me. I think it's quite easy to get around them. But mm. if I'm not in a rush, it doesn't... If I am in a rush, like, you know, like Christmas time. Yeah. And the Christmas markets and there's people slow walking. Like in Edinburgh, when everyone just kept stopping. Well, it's not slow walkers, it's people that stop. Yeah. If only they stop in the middle of you. Um, somebody said, loud eating... Yeah, especially if they open, eat with their mouth open. I've never really experienced anyone that loudly eats apart from you, but you don't eat loudly, you breathe loudly. It's not the eating that's the problem, it's the breathing. Yeah. So I've never actually had anyone around me that eats really, really loudly, so I don't know if I'd find that particularly annoying, but I suppose it's when they eat it with their mouth open, yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, makes you feel sick. Um, somebody said cat owners who get their, who get their cats declawed. I've I, never owned a cat. I don't know anything about cats, I don't know what that means. I assume it means like, like, you like remove, their, remove claws, their claws, not just like trim them. I mean, I don't know why you would do that. No, it's it's cruel because they need their claws. I yeah. Maybe it's for people who have house cats, so they're not damaging anything, but they still need their claws. Yeah, they need their claws. I don't I don't know if that's pet peeve or more like an actual like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> um. Somebody said two faced people. Again, that's not a pet peeve for me. That is just like I hate those people. Uh, dog owners who have their dog off lead and shout, he's friendly from miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if they if they have a really, really big dog yeah. and it's bounding towards you and and you can't see their owner and it's just running and then they, you can hear them go, oh, don't worry, he's friendly, but they don't look like they're going to be friendly. Yeah. They're sort of bounding over to you in a way that is quite terrifying. That's a big thing for horse riders as well. Mm, yeah, when their dog's running over to you loose. When, you, when you just see, like, this massive dog running towards you and you think, oh my God, how is like, they going to react to this? Like, how's the horse going to react? And somebody says, he's friendly. Yeah, but mine yeah. might not be. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, she said, when, <laughs> when advertising boards on lampposts are not taken down after the event. <laughs> I've never thought about that. But honestly, the more I think about it, the more annoying I'm, I'm the more annoyed I am by it. Because sometimes I'll drive past something and I'll think, oh, that's like... I really, it sounds much fun, I'd love to do that. And then it was like four weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, somebody said, people asking you when you're getting married or having kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I don't really get that um, from like strangers, but I get it a lot from like Joe's family. We get a lot from our family. I don't speak to them much. Well, like, I wouldn't I'm... know. <laughs> Marriage and kids. It's just like, why do you care? Like, yeah. The thing that really, really gets me about people asking if you're having kids is that people are literally asking you, like, are you having unprotected sex? Yeah. And that, to me, is, like, it's not... Why would you be asking that question? Yeah. It's, like, when people announce to their family that they're yeah. trying for a baby, yeah. you're literally announcing to the whole dining room table that you and your partner are having unprotected sex. Yeah. You would never... If I... I you would never sit at a restaurant and go, we're having unprotected sex. So why do you feel the need to tell me we're trying for a baby? I, okay. Lovely. But your family, your nan is right there and yeah. does not need to know. It's also a bit rude to not only people who just don't want to have kids, but also to people who can't have yeah. kids. You don't know the specific circumstances of the people you're talking to. Like, yeah. When people don't acknowledge you when you're stood next to a person they know. When people don't acknowledge you when they're stood next to a person... When you're stood next to a person they don't... Oh, so like, if me and you went somewhere and mm. you saw like a friend... And we went over and you were talking to that friend and just didn't acknowledge me as a person. Oh. I understand that because, like, if you were talking to somebody that you knew and you didn't go, oh, this is Sophie, Sophie, this is Bob. Like, otherwise you're just sort of there, like, I don't have anything to, like... This happens to me a lot, but I'm that socially awkward that it doesn't bother me that much. No, it bothers me because I feel like I always... If I see somebody that I know, usually it's like if I'm out with Joe, and and I'll say, like... If it's just like a greeting, you're like, oh, nice to see you. And then you walk away, you know, obviously you need to say, this is, this is so-and-so. But if you stop and you've had a conversation, just literally go, oh, this is, this is Bob and Bob, this is Joe. Like, and then at least they don't need to get involved, but they know who they are because you could be talking to anybody. Yeah. And then also it's good because like, if it's somebody you've ever like gossiped about, so-and-so knows who Bob is. Like if you've ever been like talking shit about Bob, mm. then... Joe could yeah. be like, oh, that's Bob. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, people who stand off as soon as the gate opens at an airport, even though they have seats reserved. Yeah. No, see, I'm, the, I'm there. I'm from the queue. I want to be on first. No, I'm there at the back of the queue, last one to board. No, because I know you have a seat reserved, but that overhead cabin... That's why I don't take overhead bags. I just No, take... I don't either, but some, the person I'm travelling with sometimes does. Or if, you say, if they say, like last time, when they said we couldn't have our bags underneath... And we have to put them above. You need that cabin. You need that well, overhead locker room. Well, if we have to put them above, then surely the flight attendant should make sure that there's enough room. I know, but it just I like to be there. I don't want to be like squished on because walking walking down an airplane aisle is like the most stressful thing in the world because everyone's like there, and it's even worse when like everyone is there and there's people blocking the way and there's somebody like leaning over the seat and it's I just want to get on there first when there's nobody there because then I can like settle and I don't feel the pressure to like sit down as quickly I can sort of like chill I just hate airplanes no that's why I go on last because if I'm last on there's literally no pressure for me to like get out of the way of someone else no because there's always one family that have like 21 kids and Somebody's like screaming and they need to get up to the locker can I just get to the locker excuse me can I just excuse me <laughs> that's also why I always reserve a window seat yeah, but then on the on our holiday to Florida, you didn't want the window seat. You wanted to sit in the aisle. 
which didn't make sense to me because you're always the one that falls asleep. Because it was a big plane and I felt claustrophobic. Yeah, but you're the one that falls asleep. And Joe is renowned, Joe, for peeing every five minutes on an aeroplane. And you wouldn't have been able to sleep. So I saved you then by giving you the window seat. Because Joe would have, Joe did actually get up about a hundred times during that flight and pee. And you would have been interrupted, like I was, every single time. Or, this is, I'm just going on a rampage now about travelling with Joe. <laughs> or he would have spilled, like he did with me, a Coke Zero down your lap as you're like about to cry because you hate flying anyway. And then what he'll do is he'll, for some reason, keep the butter from the little bread roll they give you. Don't, why did he keep the butter? Don't know. He'll keep the butter. He'll forget about it. So it'll fall on the floor. It'll melt. Then he'll stand on it when he goes on his 27th trip to the toilet and he will smear butter all over the floor. But it's not on his part of the floor. No, no. It's on your part of the floor because you're sat on the aisle and he needs to get past. So you then can't put your feet on the floor for at least two hours because there's butter on the carpet. Okay. That's my pet peeve. Anyway, thank you everyone for sending in those pet peeves. Um, Jay, do you want to share yours? This is probably like just me complaining, but like drunken behaviour. I feel like drunken behaviour is only fun if you're drunk. Yeah. If you're not drunk, drunken behaviour is horrible. I'm never drunk. Yeah. But drunken behaviour... Because I'm always the designated driver, so I have to put up with the drunkenness, knowing I can't have a drink and I've got to get all these drunk people home. Yeah, I feel like drunk... If you're not in the immediate vicinity of the drunk behaviour, like if you're in a city on a night out and they're like on the other side of the street and you're sober, Mm. then it's like, okay, because it's kind of funny to watch from afar. But when you're like on public transport and you just want to get home quietly... And everyone there's drunk and they're all like, and you're just like, please don't look at me. Especially like as a woman. Mm. You're like, please don't look at me. Please don't interrupt me. Just leave me alone. That's when it gets like irritating. Yeah. Um, I'll go next. Um, suitcases on beds. And then I've put in brackets, just planes in general. Because if it wasn't clear from my five minute round, I hate planes. But what I hate more than that is people who go away, and it's not even planes, it could be public transport, I don't care if you take your suitcase down the road and back. Why do you come back and put that dirty suitcase on your bed? On your bed linen? It's disgusting. (laughs) When we went to Florida a couple weeks ago, there was two beds in our room, and Joe was like, I'm going to unpack, and I was like, if you put that suitcase, put it on your bed, I don't care, but if you put it on my bed... I will I will commit a murder, like, in cold blood. Because why, especially planes, like, especially, because you, that suitcase leaves you. Mm. That suitcase goes to God knows where. It goes through God knows what. It goes in the undercarriage of that plane, which we don't know, does it get cleaned? Probably not. Is there anyone underneath that plane cleaning it reg- on a regular daily basis? I don't think so. So those suitcases are getting stacked on other people's suitcases, other people's dirty suitcases. And then it's going through the airport on the airport thing, the little thing, the carousel. carousel. It's going on there. People are going, oh, I think that's my suitcase. Oh, it's not. So they've touched it with their dirty hands. And those airport workers, I guarantee you they don't wash their hands every 10 minutes or whatever, are touching your suitcase. It's rolling through the dirty streets of whatever city you're on, through puddles, through mud, probably through, like, piss if you're in, like, you know... A proper city. And then you're picking it up and putting it on your bed. Where you sleep. That's just disgusting. And like, if you're in a hotel, people say that all the bed sheets get changed every day, so it doesn't matter. Hotels, to me, are not clean places. Like, I don't consider the hotels clean places. 
I feel like I need to wipe down surfaces of the hotel before I sleep in them. So the fact that you're putting your dirty suitcase on that bed and then you expect me to sleep in it, I, I can't, I can't cope with it. And then people that then get their suitcase down from wherever they've kept their suitcase or it's out of the wardrobe, whatever, and then put that suitcase on their bed to pack, it's disgusting. I hate it. I don't understand why people do it. People aren't clean. Planes in general are my pet peeve because I just think they're disgusting. And Joe says that this is like an issue of mine, that it's like a control issue. But I think they are just dirty places. And I have discovered over the years that I can't have any skin touching an aeroplane, like the seats. I have to wear top to bottom, like skin tight clothes so that my, 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 I'm not touching the plane. Like I did have a bit of a meltdown on our way back from Florida because I started tucking my pants into my socks because they were like <laughs> yeah baby. we all saw it they were wide leg pants I'm just telling everyone they were wide leg pants and I didn't they were really really wide leg to the point where like you could have them like they could roll up they could get rocked up your skin could be touching that disgusting plane seat so I just started tucking them into my socks so that none of my skin would be exposed to that plane seat and everyone around us was looking at me like that is a special child like and then I was like should I get gloves should I buy gloves for this plane flight? And honestly, I think I think for my next one I will. I'm gonna buy like a unitard, you know, one of those like wrestling ones where it's like from neck to toes, and then I might buy gloves. You could just take wipes on the plane and just wipe all the surfaces you touch. Oh, I thought about it, but then I thought, well, they will let me on a flight with wipes, won't they? Yeah, it's not liquid. If you buy them at the airport, it's fine. I might do that then because I just think the high the hygiene of planes. Or just take some like hand sanitizer, put it on like a napkin or something just wipe everything down that would make me feel a lot better actually because joe tried to put my headphones in the front seat pocket of that pl- <laughs> it makes me feel sick thinking about it that pocket you know where all the leaflets are and they say like yeah i don't touch that pocket. the emergency procedures and have a no i'm not <laughs> joe's like browsing through the magazine looking at the duty free and i'm like don't touch me with those hands that have touched that dirty magazine anyway you've got another one you need to move on from planes yeah when um you're either like on public transport or you're just like in like a break room or something and other people are playing like loud <gasps> videos or music or like some sort of like game on their Out phone loud. and it's just like blasting through and all you can think is I just want some peace and quiet. Yeah, I literally put my next one was FaceTiming without headphones. Mm. Just in general, playing on your phone and you don't have headphones on. Yeah. But specifically trains or buses. Mine is break rooms. Yeah, see, I don't, I've never really experienced that because um, at my old job, our break room was like, you have literally 15 minutes to eat your food and then like chill. So nobody was really listening to music out loud. But being on a train on a bus and somebody's playing some like obnoxious music mm. is really irritating. And people FaceTiming people without headphones in, like, if I'm FaceTiming somebody, I'm so quiet on that yeah. call. I'm like, I just need to, you know, just like say something. I don't need to hear the other person's response. Yeah. I don't need to hear your full conversation of things. It's just irritating. Mine is sometimes when I'm in the office at work and there's someone else in there with me just, like, chilling for a bit and, the, like, the sound from their phone is just, like, blasting, like, stupid videos. Like, dumb... Oh, like, TikTok compilations. Just, like, dumb videos that yeah. you see on, like, Facebook yeah, when yeah. you're scrolling and they're the sh- most stupidest thing and they're either, like... Sometimes they're like racist, 
sexist, oh, homophobic, and like those ones. or they're just like downright like dirty jokes. But if you want to listen to that, put your headphones in. Nobody else needs to hear. They that. don't have headphones with them though, so they just like play it, thinking, "Oh, this is like totally fine," and I'm just there, like I'm going to put you through the window in a minute. I would never go to work without headphones. I, I don't have any need to take headphones with me to work, though. Just in case, though. <laughs> you never know. You literally never know. I could not. I can't leave the house without headphones because you never know. Um, my next one is being on phones in social situations. I'm very guilty of this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And so is like mum and dad. I hate it. I hate it when you're like trying to sit there and talk to somebody and they're scrolling through Facebook. What are you doing? Like, put your phone away and just have a conversation with me. Like, I, you're going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know you're not listening to me. <laughs> I know you've not listened to a single word I said. Just put your phone away. People on their phones in general, I think, is a pet peeve. I feel like, like, it should be a law where you can only have a certain <laughs> amount of screen time. Because it just, it's, especially, like, when you've been busy all day mm. and, you've, and you've come home, whatever, and you really just want to, like, have a chat with somebody just about, like, nonsense. And, like, they're sat there on the phone. Or, oh, my God, even worse... You're so guilty of this. When you say to somebody, do you want to watch that programme we've been waiting to watch for ages, and you're really excited to watch this programme, this episode, whatever it is, and you sit there and you watch this episode and the person's on the phone the whole time. Like, you're scrolling. Like, I've saved this episode for us to watch. Mum does that all the time, where I'll save an episode and we'll be like, should we watch, like, Jane McDonald on a cruise? Yeah. And then she just sits there and it's on Facebook. I'm like, you're not watching, you're not listening. <laughs> Jane McDonald is in, like, Tokyo, wherever she is. Yeah. And you're just scrolling through your phone. Put the phone away and have the attention span of 30 minutes to watch Jane McDonald. Yeah. Anyway, do you have one more? This one might be kind of mean. Go for it. Parents who are just like MIA when their oh, kids like, are like right next to them and we're and like in public. Again, on phones. No, just like they're just like not watching what their kid is Probably doing. Probably because they're scrolling on TikTok. I see all the time that a kid is just wandering around, and it stress it stresses me out. Not from like a pet peeve point of view, but from like a teacher point of view, where I'm like, you don't know what's going to happen to that child. Like, I worry that somebody's going to like snap to them or something, and the parents scrolling through phones. And I totally understand that you need like a minute to just like chill and not yeah talk to a child for a minute. But in in public situations, I just could not not have eyes on my child twenty four seven. Also, when you're like in public and your child is just there like swinging off of chairs yes like behaving really badly just like behaving really badly and like throwing things like they're not even on their phones like they can see what their child is doing and, and they, not do anything and they just don't care like when, they, when you're in restaurants children are like chucking knives and forks and stuff at each other or just like or food or food and then it hits you <laughs> and then like it's your parents just, just like, like not doing anything um my last one is people who don't follow you on instagram and look at your stories this is my pet peeve. That's just a bit specific. It's specific because so many people do this to me and I can name them and I won't. But it irritates me so much because I don't I don't understand, first of all, do you think I'm thick? Do you think I don't understand how social media works? I, or are you thick? Because do you not understand, Instagram's been around for that long, but do you not understand that if you look at somebody's story they can see you've looked at it? <laughs> do you, does that concept not get into your brain? And second of all, why are you looking? At least follow me. I don't even care. Like, just follow me. And I'm, at least then I'd be like, oh, they follow me. But why are you looking every single time I post a story? I'm convinced. There's a few people out there I'm convinced they have my post notifications on or my story notifications or whatever. Because it's every single time they are there. Yeah. I see them right at the bottom looking at my story. They don't follow me on Instagram. I'm not that interesting. I'm really not. It's not even coming from, like, an ego point of view of, like, they wish, you know... 
I'm not interesting. It's just like a, the other day I posted a picture of me and Joe went strawberry picking. So it was a picture of the strawberries. That's not interesting. So they're either, they've got my notifications on and they're looking, they get the notification that I've posted, or they're remembering themselves, which is really sad, to go and look at my Instagram stories. I don't mind if it's every now and then. It has been a few times where my ex's new relationships have been on my Instagram stories looking totally fine. We've all, we've all been there. I mean, I haven't, because I would never, I would never ever be able to face the embarrassment of knowing that they've, they know that I'm looking at them. But they've looked at me before and that doesn't bother me because they've done it like three times. It's like, okay, whatever. But the ones that do it regularly, mm. pet peeve. Just don't do it. Just either follow me or leave me alone. Yeah. And I think that's all. Anything else? Any more pet peeves? I've got all that on my chest now for the third session. <sighs> I don't think so. Thanks for uh, ranting with me about pet peeves. No problem. And... I'm sure we'll be back again soon to talk about something else. I don't yeah. know if I have anything lined up for you. Let me have a look at my plans. No, I actually don't. Anything, anything particular you'd like to, like to be concerned for? Anything? Okay, well, I think quite. Anyway, we're going to make brownies now. <laughs> we're going to go and eat the warm brownies.